Hi everyone, welcome back to Chat Shit, Get Fit, Chat and Supplements. This is a series where we explore the vast world of health and fitness supplementation, giving you our thoughts and of course bringing the latest scientific data as well. This week we explore fat burners, those magical little pills that promise to do wonders. Question is, do these products actually live up to their name? Do they actually aid in burning fat? Well, that's something we're going to unpack in today's episode, and we're going to be focusing on some of the most common ingredients found in these products. And those are going to be things such as caffeine, green tea, L-carnitine, canine pepper, black pepper, and then we're going to look at some other little buzzwords they like to throw in as well. We also finish by announcing our very own fat-burning products, which involve a carb battery and Mount Vesuvius. So yeah, before we get all into that though, we are going to be taking a look at the most conventional way of burning fat without the aid of these fat burners. So yeah, I normally finish this, but don't I by saying, let's get into this week's episode. But I mean, you're here at the start of this episode, it goes all fucking wrong anyway, so I might as well fuck this bit up as well and say, yeah, grab your popcorn and uh, let's learn all about fat burners. Let's go. Why are you Sorry, laughing? I don't know why, why I'm are you laughing. laughing? I, was th- I was thinking about how to start the episode. Like, you know, I say good evening, Tom, normally, but I was just starting trying to, trying to laugh. Well, do, you, do you want to mix it up and should we pretend that we're recording in the daytime? I mean, it'd be a lie, but uh, d- 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 these these fools that listen to the podcast, they don't know. They don't know. When are we going to press record? <laughs> uh, yeah, good evening, Tom. Oh, oh good evening. Good morning. Good evening. Yeah, good evening. Good evening. Yeah, good evening. <laughs> how are we doing, mate? I'm good. I'm good. I don't know why I felt. I don't know why I was laughing. Then I was trying. You know, when you start smiling, then you just think. I think you were just expecting me to go after Ralph straight away. Yeah, if you you were composed. I wasn't. This is an evidence-based podcast. Why would I go after Ralph? But yeah, mate, you doing well? I'm doing well. I'm uh, I'm ready for this pretty uh, powerful episode. I, f- I feel like this is going to get a lot of hits, mate, because people are always yeah. after these products. <laughs> people, uh, they 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 want this. What we're about to talk about today, people are like, I want that, and I want it to work. Yeah, fat burners are the one, isn't they? That's the yeah. Why well, the probably the biggest sellers in supplements, at least amongst the normies. Well, you say biggest sellers, mate. I mean, even you got some, haven't you? Yeah, I've got them just because I, I like the case. You know, it's in the you shape like, oh, okay, of a grenade. Yeah, okay. Do you uh, want me to get that. it out? We'll, we'll get it out in a minute, mate. We'll get we'll get your grenade out in a minute. We'll come yeah, to I've that. I already pulled the pin on it, so uh, you know. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> did you see what I went there? Yeah, oh, that was good. Yeah, yeah, well done, well yeah. done, yeah, well done. But yeah, fat bonus today, mate. Part of the uh, back with the supplements again. So obviously a very interesting topic because in this day and age, in a society where we're very now, 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 the idea of being able society. to talk in a oh, fucking we live in a society, Bill. We live in a society, but in, the, in this in the society that we do live in, <laughs> um, people want things now, don't they? People want things quick as possible, and the idea of being able to talk to your fat in you know minutes is a very appealing uh, concept so yeah. um, I did an Instagram poll like I normally do well I didn't do it for last week because I fucked up but I just forgot basically but this yeah. week I did one uh, it was actually interesting yeah so, I'm interested to hear the results of this Bill let's go for it's, it uh, it's, fa- it's fairly even mate it's oh really 47% of, 47% of people said yes and 53% of people said no uh, but is that people that took fat burners or yeah, people that had took so, once took it a long time ago before they knew I had a couple of messages come in and the messages that came in were all people who used to take it okay fair not enough. anyone who's yeah. still taking it, it, oh, it I was seems to be that <laughs> basically it seems like a lot of people when they're first getting into sort of any health and fitness they don't realise it's a very long journey and it's a very difficult journey yeah, they think they can just do things overnight which is fine if you don't know better you don't know better I've got a couple of examples here so one of them um, is from a guy called James and he sent in saying <laughs> 
Uh, conned as a sprog. Uh, for those who aren't aware, the word sprog is a military term meaning someone that's brand new. So someone who's like brand new in the military yep. uh, in this scenario. So they said conned as a sprog massively um, by massively overweight tankies. Probably had zero effect compared to, say, eating scram packs on a six-week deployment on the prairie. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, I reckon he's military. Yeah, do you reckon? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, that sounds like quite a common thing of people getting when they don't know better. They listen to people who they think know better, listen, and the next thing you know, they've bought they've bought a fat burner. I've been down that route at the end of the day. You know, I was on more fucking pills than Keith Moon when I first started. Okay, Tom, we're back in the room, mate. Um, we are back in. Yeah, I'm not sure. I have no idea what fucking happened there. Well, I didn't know what happened there. I decided. Well, well, to kick... I know what happened. I yeah, saw well, you I literally don't... fucking fly kick your laptop across the room. <laughs> yeah, um, and I... you somehow broke the fourth wall. Went yeah. into another dimension and yeah. We had two of me on the podcast. We did, didn't we? But yeah, get back into it. This is the sort of behind the scenes stuff that you're going to see on a secret project which we've not yet announced. Yeah, you just smashing the shit out of your laptop. Me smashing the shit. I don't even know if yeah. I'm hoping that recorded because that'd be great for the YouTube. Do, do, yeah, the greatest compilation of just uh, tech abuse. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. But, uh, no, but I, I, mean, I don't know, if we, where do we get to? I mean, look, going back to things like when we're brand new... We don't know any better. Mm. So there's no shame in like saying like, oh yeah, like I used to take fat burners, I used to take this, I used to take herbal life. I mean, like, there might be a bit of shame there, but you know what I mean. Yeah, Kez. I know you're listening, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, yeah. he's repented for his sins. <laughs> he has. He did a whole podcast about it, didn't he? That's how much he repented. He did. He did. Yeah. But yeah, I also got uh, another message from a guy called uh, Mike, who's actually been on fairly recently. He was on the episode yep. about uh, paramedics who are also personal trainers, um, which is interesting. Yeah. I'd highly recommend going to our YouTube channel and listening to the clip, uh, Paramedics on Pre-Workout. That's a, um, yeah, <laughs> that's a, yeah. That's a very entertaining clip. Of, <laughs> that was uh, insightful. <laughs> yeah, very insightful, yeah. Now we know why you get fast response times. <laughs> to be fair, mate, he obviously had a very strong pre-workout and lots of it. And then this is the sort of stuff he takes because look, he sent me a message in saying, I don't remember what it was, but I was shitting through the eye of a needle and literally afraid to trust a fart or walk further than three metres from a toilet. <laughs> 10 out of 10, do not recommend. But you know what that sounds like? Because that could have been a fat burner slash weight loss product because a lot of these weight loss yeah. products, they do come with sort of a laxative effect yeah. slash a sweating effect because they know that if you shit loads and you sweat loads, the scale number is going to go down. And you're assuming naturally, oh, I've burned yeah. loads of fat. It's not the case, not the case at all. But yeah, so that it was kind of interesting to see that, and I, I wasn't actually that surprised at the results because, as we, as Tom just said there, when people are new and people in this society want things very quickly, they're going to turn to these products because, I mean, even the name fat burner. Yeah. When you buy that, what do you think it is? You know. I mean, something you kind of uh, said earlier on as well is that you know we we do live in a society um, where. People want to get results without having to kind of do much. And I think with fat burners in particular, a lot of people assume that it's something you you take, you sit back on it, and you wait for the effects to take place. Mm. That's not quite the case. But it's all doom and gloom. Well, we're going to come into it because at this point, you're probably thinking, well, I might as well just turn off now. You're saying they're all shit. Well, I'm not saying they don't work, but there's obviously some factors and a bit of context that's needed as we go through the episode. It's misleading, basically. Yeah, it's, it's, it's money, isn't it, at the end of the day? Supplement industry is worth a lot of money, and that's why we're doing this series to kind of almost debunk uh, what is what is stated. So I think we'll rewind a little second before we go into um, the fat burners in particular. And let's talk about the conventional way of actually burning fat, actually losing fat. Which is it's normally here the simple thing of eat less, move more. Which, oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, theoretically, yeah, that is that'll correct. be that'll be sixty pounds, please. Yeah, 60 that's pounds, that's please, your personal yeah. training advice, yeah. open and done with. 
But I mean, yeah, theoretically, that is, I mean, that is correct to the point of if you eat yeah. uh, less and you do move more, you are technically going to burn more calories than you're, you know, consuming, which means you're yeah. in a calorie deficit, which then means you will, over time, um, burn fat and lose weight. But realistically, it's a lot more complicated than, than how to actually get to that point, basically, and sustain it over time. Yeah, I mean, we could go through loads of examples of what that's the equivalent to by saying someone, you know, eat oh, less food. Now, I've got a holiday booked at the end of the month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like, for example, if, I was, if, if you walked past someone and their tyre was completely blown and you said, got a burst tyre there, mate. Yeah. It's like, yeah, cheers for that, dickhead. Like, it's I know like that. when people, you know, it's like... Things like depression and people say, well, just try and cheer, cheer up, up yeah. you know. And it's, it's just not that simple at all. No, you need it's to not, say it's how. Not like, at all. Most yeah. people know. Most people know they need to eat less and move more to lose fat. That's not the difficult okay. part. How, how much more should I be moving? Yeah, course, can you yeah. give me some kind of guideline here? Something that I can actually aim for? It's saying for, well, how much less should I be eating, you know? Yeah, there's a lot People of don't realise how calorie-dense food is you know especially when they compare it to just size so they look at something tiny like a little tesco basics spaghetti meal deal and they think well that's tiny you know surely i'm eating less it's like well that's not the case usually smaller package like that hyper processed meal it's actually gonna be high in calories so yeah it's very very complicated and then we're not even going to go into the socio-economic side you know yep that's an episode for a whole other time. It's a fucking series on its own, that. So theoretically, the conventional way is you do need to be in a calorie deficit. That is literally yeah. the only sort of, you know, you need to be, way, really. You know, you need to be burning more energy than what you are consuming mm-hmm. over time. Over time, yeah. That's the crucial over thing. Time. Over time. And, the, and the most important thing is, is about doing it sustainably so that when you do take yeah. it off, you keep it off. Because if you don't do it sustainably, the chances are you've not built the healthy habits that you need um, yeah. to, to obviously keep it off. Uh, and you are just going to fall at the first hurdle. You'll lose it and you'll probably put it all back on because all you've done is con- you know maybe consume some of these weight loss products. You've had ridiculously restricted calories for a while. Yeah. Um, four weeks later, you've lost loads of weight, but you can't keep it off because you don't know what you're doing. You, you just follow the little... You know, you yeah. follow a little shake, a little shake thing. We've spoke about this before, actually, on the Slim and Shakes episode. Yeah, with Slim and Shakes. Yeah, yeah. And usually you're actually, what happens is, even though it's marketed as a Slim and Shake, as if it's something magical that's happening with that shake, mm. technically there's nothing magical about it. It's just that because you're following the instructions of basically starving yourself, then by proxy, you will lose weight anyway. So you might find that actually with some fat burner products, they might give some recommendations sometimes where, you're going along with the plan which has actually put you into a calorie deficit whilst taking this fat burner product quotation marks but actually the product's doing fuck all for you it's just that by proxy you're in a deficit but you know the glory is going towards the fat burner but that goes more into the multi-level marketing side of things you know with their products but it's kind of interlinked yeah, I mean, the key thing there is just calorie deficit, really. I mean, it's but it's please, it's not as simple as that. I'm not, we're not one of these, we're not, we're not a fucking, we're not the type of people who go, just be a calorie deficit, just, be, just, just yeah. get a calorie. It's like, yeah, okay, great, that doesn't mean anything, but yeah, that that is the, pretty much the way you lose fat, right? Um, losing weight is completely different, isn't it? Like, if you want to lose weight, people like to, uh, they'll lose water weight, for example. If they sweat loads, they think, oh, I'm losing weight, yeah, that's that's water weight, it's completely different. Same when you go onto these low carb diets, carb holds onto a lot of yeah. water so if you stop taking on carbs you're then that water's no longer being held which means your water weight goes down which means the scales look less which means you think oh i've lost loads of weight uh, but you've lost weight but not fat yeah but you know something else that i've kind of realized and that is with the marketing for fat burners can be very 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 smart so it's like the the, 
the supplement industry is kind of caught on that the general public are starting to become aware of how energy balance works in regards to it being about metabolism. And they're becoming aware that the public are becoming aware that metabolism usually goes hand in hand with heat, which is basically how energy balance works. You're, you're, you're burning through energy, basically. Mm-hmm. So you'll see that a lot of these products are kind of named after something that is... You know, yeah, yeah, it alludes Thermo to fuel. heat. Yeah, so Thermo as you were talking, Tom, I was literally just get up now. So yeah. none of these none of these products are actually called fat burners. If you type in fat burner into my protein, it actually says no results. But if you click enter, it then takes you to a page which has products called the Thermo. Yeah, um, or you'll get something like Phoenix or Forge or something to do with heat, and that is a pattern you'll notice because straight away, oh well, you know, it, metabolism, heat. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. fat burners. They're very clever, mate. Like the way they word their description, they don't they don't say anything like, "Oh, you're going to burn fat." They say the thermo includes kola nut that supports weight loss, and then they say blah blah blah, all this other stuff, and then they say powerful ingredients make this a next generation weight management formula a must for anyone dedicated to their training and nutrition. Jesus. <laughs> so literally all like but but you know what i mean though so like that as you said if they've clocked onto it now with their marketing they're not they're not as yeah i don't think they know people are as naive now because people when they see the word a product just says fat burner i think people are i think people have got over the fact that these things are pretty ridiculous yeah so now it's like you know mount doom pills or something fiery fire and brimstone but i do notice that the names tend to associate with heat heat yeah. yeah so it's 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 clever it's shitty and it's you know villainous but it is clever at the end of the day yeah, it's about money, making money for them isn't it so oh god yeah what we're going to do is we're actually going to break down some of the common ingredients in fat burners and look at them individually to see if they actually make a difference because uh fat burning is not just one ing- fat burner does not just have one ingredient that just burns fat you know there's not a magic i mean if that actually existed yeah. fuck me that would be worth a lot of money it's um, a propriety blend of yeah multiple it's a blend of things. stuff which you know, combined, they hope will create a really powerful fat torching, you know, formula. Yeah. Uh, Tom, do you want to get yours out and we'll do a little, we'll see what's in there. We'll have a little read of sort of the key ingredients in your... Oh, okie dokie. In your grenade. Well, the only thing is, it's just simply a grenade with no label on it. Um, oh, brilliant. But this That's is, I mean, I can find it. I'll just simply type in grenade fat burner. But I mean, this is basically, for those that are, you know, on our YouTube, you'll see it. But... Obviously, for those that are listening via Spotify or one of our other audio platforms, it's basically, it's from the company Grenade and it it was basically a fat burner and it's actually in like a, well, it's in like a tub shaped like a grenade, which is why I've kept it this whole time. But I mean, yeah, I've kept that, I've kept that for years now, simply because I like the little container. Um, I think You're looking very slippery, sweet Tom. You look very, you're very, you look very lean, mate. Have you been? Yeah, that's stress from my new job. To be honest with you. <laughs> oh, your ivory tower job, yeah. Oh yeah, oh mate. Let me tell you something about ivory tower. Um, you know, I am now basically office based, and it's made me realise like how hard office based work is. I mean, look, it is very stressful. I, I basically feel like I'm, 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 I'm mostly on Word <laughs> and stuff like that, and other kind of processors. I feel like I'm in like a really shit version of the Matrix. I'm just seeing all these really crappy numbers burned out. Because you've got to use Word. Let me tell you something. (laughs) The real people in the trenches are in the AGC. And I'm just going to throw that out there. You know, they're the real heroes here. You guys complain about death by PowerPoint, you know, what, maybe once a month? You know, this is a daily basis for people like me. 
Uh, I just want to clarify something there, guys. If, you, if, you, if you're unaware of what the AGC is, it's the um, Adjutant's General Corps, isn't it, in the British Army, which are basically yeah. the HR department of the British it's Army. It's basically the receptionists of the oh, you British can't be Army, isn't it? I don't even know if we've got any clerks listening to this <laughs> podcast, but um, yeah, brilliant. What are they going to do? Send me an email? <laughs> <laughs> Ruthless. No mercy. So, yeah, the product I had is, uh, or, or still have in my possession, and I'm a bit scared to take the capsules after all these years, I probably will fucking detonate, but it's called Thermodetonator Weight Management. So, it's not called a fat burner, but it's called Weight Management. Do you know what? They've um, allowed, I feel like we've been not negligent on our research here. They actually, if they, has there been some legislation come in which has stopped them from being able to call it a fat burner? Fuck knows. But since the amount of people that call out fat burners, you know, do you know, what, you know it does make me laugh though. How you have some of these influencers, no names mentioned, but you might find them at the IFS. Um, <laughs> they they absolutely praise companies like Grenade. By the way, we're not going to be getting a Grenade sponsorship, but they praise companies like Grenade whilst they're all over social media talking about oh scumbags that sell fat burners, etc. Hmm. Something to consider. Yeah. But yeah, the ingredients here is basically, so we'll go with what it's most dosed with. Green tea, of course. Bitter orange powder, fuck knows why. Caffeine, cayenne pepper. Fe- oh, I can't pronounce this, Bill, I'm so sorry. Phen- phenylalanine. <laughs> Fentanyl. And finally, green coffee. Fentanyl, I wish. Um, <laughs> <And> green <coffee. laughs> So... There's a few there which we're actually going to talk about, which is that just once again shows that there's a very common set of ingredients for a lot of these products. Green tea, caffeine, caffeine. and basically anything involving fucking pepper. pepper oh, yeah. and green coffee as well. Bear that in mind as we go forward, because that we've we've gone through, we've looked at a wide range of products, and we've sort of established what are the the key ingredients that seem to crop up in a lot of these, um, and that promise effect. So we'll go through the list. There. We'll start with we'll start with caffeine. Now we are going to do an episode on caffeine later on, but I mean the, the truth of caffeine is the reason I can see why they put this in is because a lot of pre workouts have a caffeine in, right? Yeah. Because if you are consuming caffeine and you get the effects of you know you're a bit more perped up and you you know you can go a bit harder and faster or whatever, in theory. You can potentially you work harder in the gym. Yes, yeah, so you might burn more calories, yeah. which once again makes sense why it's in there. But this is where it's, it's context, isn't it? And that is that so caffeine isn't magically going to burn fat where you just take it and you sit back. It's just that it might drive your workouts more. But to call it a fat, yeah, to, to, to name a caffeine as a, a fat burner, yeah, is basically disingenuous. Hmm. Let's be honest here. I mean, if you want a real fucking powerful punch of uh, caffeine, get yourself on Cannibal Coffee and then use the discount code Primal Ten, where you can get ten percent. You get ten percent off your order. So, yeah, there it, you go. Happy but dead serious, yeah, that 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 will get you fucking perped up, and it's actually cheaper than a fat yeah. burner. So I've got everyone at work on it now. Have you? It's yeah, fucking, it's great stuff, though, isn't it? It really does get you going. It is. I mean, our work productivity has increased by tenfold. <laughs> I love it. I've never seen cleaning like it, mate. We've scrubbed barbells down. That the knurling's gone. <laughs> There's no more knurling on the barbells. <laughs> There's no grip. <laughs> but yes, obviously, we just said it would increase your activity. Also, if you take it to the fact that if someone's looking for this sort of product, they could be on a calorie deficit anyway, which means you might have yeah. less energy uh, in turn because of that. So maybe caffeine will replace some of the energy lost from being restricted on calories with the caffeine effect. So it makes sense why it's in there, but it's not inherently a product that burns fat, you know? So, yeah. But it makes sense why it's in there. But there is something else which I'm looking at in the show notes. And oh, yeah, is... the, yeah the, the appetite suppressant nature yes. of, of caffeine. So we've got a paper here. 
uh, from 2018 by Panic Shirley et al. Uh, so I'll read a little extract here for you. The participants consumed about 10% fewer calories in the lab-provided buffet breakfast. Now, I want to know what this lab-provided buffet breakfast, it just sounds really dodgy, doesn't that it? That sounds grim, doesn't it? Yeah, lab They're eating provided. like a croissant off a Petri dish. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, so yeah. So they, <laughs> Drinking they coffee about- out of a flask. <laughs> 10% fewer calories in this lab provided buffet breakfast when they were in the one milligram per kilo caffeine condition compared to the zero and three milligrams per kg. kilo yeah, caffeine conditions. However, total energy intake for the entire day was not different between conditions, suggesting that appetite suppression was transient and that reduced energy intake at breakfast was compensated for later in the day. Um, so interesting yeah. things about this study then is that they were fewer in the one milligram but not three yeah you'd argue if it was a calorie suppressant why does it suddenly just stop knock it on the head after one milligram per kilo like i don't it's weird isn't it because that's not a lot that's not a lot of caffeine no it's not at all that's I mean, quite light that's like a, that's what a small cup of co- a cup of coffee i mean the thing is as well what we've got to consider at the end of the day is that even just drinking fluid can kind of make us intake less food so who knows if it's even the caffeine perhaps it's just simply having a beverage a tasty beverage with your breakfast. And I'm not being but, funny, I mean, mate. Let's let's look at this for let's let's, let's take us back. Ten percent fewer calories in the lab provided buffet breakfast, right? A breakfast. How many calories would you say even in a good breakfast, yeah? You're talking max there, a hundred calories probably. So very minimal not, really. And that's minimal. And that's and that that doesn't even make sense. But if we just look at the fact that only the one did it, not the three, which is interesting. And obviously the fact that they said uh they re- the reduced energy intake at breakfast was compensated for later in the day suggests that like it's not a very strong piece of evidence for yeah. caffeine being an appetite suppressant. I mean, I'll be honest with you. Like, um, I remember when this study first came out, this one in particular, and it did surprise me at the time because around that time, I was of the belief that, oh, caffeine in general is like an appetite suppressant. Mm-hmm. Well, I say caffeine, I, I was just saying coffee at the time. Coffee, yeah. Whenever I think caffeine, I just automatically think about coffee. Uh, but yeah, I remember when this study came out, and it did surprise me. Yeah. I mean, caffeine is something that you will find in a lot of fat burners. I mean, obviously, for pre-workout, you can understand why, you know. But, I mean, yeah, in regards to fat burner. Well, I get why it's in a fat burner, mate, because, as you said, it's to make you more active, so you potentially burn more calories, which then you makes you under the illusion that you're losing more fat using yeah. the product. But then, technically, what is it? Are you Is it a pre-workout or is it a fat burner? Well, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's just a stimulant. Even if we look at there's other studies as well compared to this one from uh, Panic. So even in the studies where there is an effect shown, the results seem to be, you know, really uh, either insignificant or once again, they're transient in nature. So that basically means is like it equals itself out. Like it doesn't, yeah. like, over, the, over the course of a day or a week, it didn't make a difference. It might do in this one individual enclosed lab environment of buffet breakfast, for example. But then as we go forward, it, it evens itself out. So yeah, I, I, I wouldn't. If you if you hear that claim uh, that caffeine is an appetite suppressant, uh, it's not really backed by any strong evidence from, yeah. from what we've seen anyway. Anything else to add on caffeine? I think we've pretty much. I mean, look, I'm a fan of caffeine, mm. um, and do you know what? If weight loss was your goal, I would actually yes, I would I would suggest taking it. If obviously if you enjoy, you ain't got to, you ain't got to do fuck all apart from just being a calorie deficit. Um, but I mean, uh, it is something where I when I'm in a calorie deficit. I tend to be quite lethargic. So, you know, caffeine does help perk me up and yet it does drive my workout. So, yeah, I'd recommend it. But it's not something that is magically going to burn fat if or suppress your appetite if you just sit back and take it. You still need to be performing activity with it and, of course, being in a deficit. 
so the next one then is another one that comes up a lot and it's something that people do associate with weight loss regardless if it's in a fat burner or not. That is green tea extract. It's another so, big one, isn't it? If we look at it strictly from a fat loss perspective, so forget anything else about green tea because people can obviously claim other stuff about it, but if we yeah, look at it from yeah. a solely a fat loss perspective, um, basically in all the papers that I've read, the results seems to be very, very minimal or clinically yeah. irrelevant, uh, which means that it's not worth not worth stating, to be honest. I mean, by all means, if you want to smash a cup of green tea without any milk or sugar or anything like that, yeah. then it potentially, I mean, it, it's water. As Tom said, it's fluids. Um, yeah, but with the extract, itself it's um so i can never i can never pronounce it but with green tea it's it i can't pronounce it it's the thin side it's the catech i can't pronounce it catchkin catchkin but it's basically that yeah you know about that yeah yeah that's usually what's advertised as the fat burner i mean from evidence i've seen in the past of it literally doing anything Absolutely minimal. That was even just minimal. It was like in high amounts as well. Um, probably not what you're finding on your on your shelf fat burner. Yeah, look, I'm just going to nip this in the bud straight away and say, oh, fucking, I'd worry about bigger things than green tea. Yeah, green tea's not. Yeah, I mean, there are, you do see other benefits. We're not going to obviously go into yeah. green tea a lot, but there are. In this things. context. Yeah, of in this context products. alone, that it's in a fat burner. You're paying the extortionate fees for a fat burner for it to lose your fat. And the yeah. fact it's got green tea in and green tea doesn't seem to do anything, you know, clinically relevant suggests that it's just it's just in there as a buzzword. Because yeah. people do. If I went up to, I guarantee if I went up to 100 people on the street now and said, do you think great green tea will aid in weight loss? I guarantee most of them will be like, yeah. Most of them say, I've heard yeah. it does, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which, yeah. you know, but as you said, the only way I could see it making any difference, if we look at this from completely, you know, a, a non-scientific view, is that if you're drinking more fluids, you might uh, suppress your appetite. Yeah. But then you could just water Simply. for that. <laughs> you don't need to have green tea for that. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Okay, so we'll move on to the next one. Now, these these appear quite a lot, uh, and that's B vitamins. Um, yeah. For me, it just seems like they're in there for, once again, similar to caffeine. They've, they're normally associated with energy-boosting properties. B yeah. vitamins, like you look at B12, that's in fucking any, every energy drink under the sun. Um, yeah. And that they seem like they put them in there because they're hoping a boost in energy means you move more, which means you burn more calories, which means you lose fat. Basically, B vitamins help, they help metabolize that buzzword. They help metabolize carbohydrates. Therefore, it's, it's, it can be marketed as old energy release. Therefore, you're going to burn more calories. And it's not quite the case. Yeah, it will help metabolize carbohydrates. It is, some, as you said, Bill, it's something you find a lot in energy drinks, etc. And pre workouts, funny enough. You'll see that a lot of like um, these ingredients will actually, you'll find them in pre workouts in general as well. Yeah. And yeah, B vitamins is that. I mean, like, yeah, you need B vitamins and yeah, you'll find them in other things. But like, to be honest with you, you're probably getting enough from your diet anyway. Mate, have you seen like the dose of V, like B12 is like, it's so high in dose of most things. Yeah. You get a can of monsters. Woo. Yeah. yeah. You know what I know? Another interesting thing as well, Tom, if you're already getting enough of these vitamins, like these B vitamins, and then you have more of them, it doesn't actually do anything really. Nah. Like, so you're actually just... You can have more because we spoke about it on the vitamin, multivitamin episodes. They're water-soluble, right? So you can have yeah. more of them and your body will just get rid of it. That's when your green, your, sorry, your piss turns like alien green. But that's what I mean. So you can have, you can, I mean, by them putting them in there, there's no, there's no harm. But if you're already having adequate enough, um, then you're not going to see the- You're in the shower pouring a cup of water on your head. Yeah, exactly. Um, but once again, they put it in there because they know they can get away with saying B vitamins to aid in carbohydrate metabolism. Like Tom said, they can put that on the on the website. People can be like, yeah, fucking that sounds great. Without, if you actually look into it, well, it's not really needed in this yeah. product. Like, it's not inherently going to burn fat, you know? So. Nah. 
And now for the now for the, the this is quite a juicy one actually. Uh, there's actually quite a lot of information on this uh, this next one, which mm-hmm. is uh, Kayan. Is it Kayan or Kayan? Kay- How do you pronounce Kay-Am it? Kayan Pepper. Kayan Pepper. Extract. You've got to say it with a southern accent, yeah. Woo-wee. Oh God. Kayan Pepper. Right, put the fucking southern southern lot on the apology list. Get him on oh, there. I do fancy like a southern fried chicken burger now. I might have to go chicken land after this. Chicken land. <laughs> Yeah, I've got like, you know, like you get those like knockoff KFCs yeah. where like the drunks go after they're pissed up. Yeah, I've got one of those next to the, yeah, next to the gym, funny enough. God, I bet the welfare of their chickens is horrendous. Oh, yeah, God, yeah. I mean, uh, I, I think they actually breed the chickens on site. <laughs> but we move on. Um, <laughs> so this uh, this pepper extract, so what we're actually looking at, we're not actually looking at the pepper itself, really. What we're looking at is something called, right, bear with me, uh, Capsaicin. Is that right? Capsaicin? Don't ask me. Cap, so it's C-A-P-S-A-I-C-I-N. Um, Capsaicin? I think so, yeah. Uh, yeah. This, is this, is basically, this is basically the main compound that is associated with, with weight loss. So we've got a re- – uh, basically, this was reviewed, actually, by Ludi et al. And several studies have shown uh, – I'm just going to call it – what am I going to call it? I don't even cap, – caps, capsaicin? Capsaicin? Oh, I don't Something like that. Right, I was going to call it pepper. We are not doing good with this series of we're pronunciation. We're, we're we? we we should have literally taken you know some sort of English classes. Do you know what it is, though, mate? With all our other episodes where it's just to do with weightlifting, like there's only one way to pronounce a squat or deadlift, and suddenly we've yeah. got all these chemically t- always, sounding yeah. ter- chemically sounding terms. Fucking nightmare. It's basically about to get worse here, mate, because I've said several studies have shown capsaicin and other. I mean, you've even got a study here from Doctor Fatata. Collectively known as capsaicinoids. Oh, for fuck's sake, <laughs> I'm having a nightmare. I'm, I'm sure people um, will be able to disseminate, you know, <laughs> get something yeah. out of this. Right, basically, what these studies have shown from this review is that it will increase resting energy expenditure. Yeah. But the key thing to take away is it's not to, you know, any sort of yeah, the magnitude of these this increase is about 50 to 100 calories Tiny. at most, at most, um, which, you know, is not a lot. It's not worth, you know, getting losing sleep. Yeah. Like, having this fucking extract just to lose 50 to 100 calories especially when you're paying a lot of money for these fat burners um, and then when it comes to yeah. appetite regulation which is something that also comes up with this extract is the results are mixed um, there's nothing really strong or conclusive which says you know this fucking thing is gonna you know yeah. stop your appetite I mean I'm not convinced no I'm not convinced Not I'm no. not convinced bear in mind that see, at most we're seeing what 50 to 100 calories I mean even at the higher end of 100 calories, it's not It's not really significant, is it? No, it's uh, not. More interesting though, Tom, we've got some uh, resistance training papers here. So I know we're going a bit off, we're going a bit off fat loss here, but um, it's still still relevant because I thought, I just thought it was interesting. So you mentioned them earlier, actually, didn't you? An example here is from D. Fre- what? Freitas? Yeah, Dr. Fatata. Oh, is, that, is that what you referred to? I just thought you were just yeah. saying some random fucking name. It was actually this bloke here. <laughs> well, I was really. Um, his name's not actually not Dr. Uh, Fatata. Dr. Fatata. Yeah, 2019. So it found that two 12 milligram doses of whatever that fucking thing's called, called capsiate. That's annoying. That's better, that's better, isn't it? Capsiate. Acutely improved squat repetitions completed and total weight lifted throughout a four set squat protocol that took place after high intensity intermittent running. Obviously, that sounds very specific, but in these studies, they have to yeah. be because they can't just like, otherwise, yeah, it just, it just, it just would work. They have to be exactly very specific as science at the end of it, isn't it? Which is obviously very interesting, but if you if you look at the wider set of literature, it's pretty uh, it's far from conclusive to put yeah. to put it plainly uh, in regards to resistance trading. Um, but it, you know it is possible 
that they do acutely improve lifting performance. But I personally wouldn't. I wouldn't rush out and grab it for. <laughs> I mean, look, it's it's an interesting finding, but it's something that maybe needs to be replicated. Well, a lot of, a lot of um, things I was reading, they all came to the, sort of a similar conclusion on why this could be happening. On and it was simply down to maybe reducing perceived pain uh, and exertion, and altering intramuscular calcium kinetics, ah. which is intri- which is pretty interesting. Uh, yeah. won't, go into, won't go into that. If you want to go into that, listen to I don't know stronger by science. Someone who actually talks a bit more. That's yeah. That sounds above my pay grade. Yeah, that sounds above my pay grade. That's that, that's too deep for us. I don't think yeah. people listening to this want to go that deep. We're not that deep. We're shallow on this podcast. We're shallow. We are. We just slag off everything. We just slag off, yeah. But no, so there are a couple of reasons why it could be. I thought it was an interesting paper because obviously it's it's, resistance training is obviously really cool and we obviously advocate uh, advocate for it um, massively. If we also talk about the side effects now, because you might be thinking pepper, hot pepper, is it going to fuck my stomach up? So there's been previous research showing, you know, GI. Gastrointestinal distress. Basically, it fucks your stomach up. <laughs> so yeah, as you just said, yeah, it fucks your stomach up. Uh, so really, the key thing for that was, I, I say fuck your stomach up, but obviously it depends. this depends on dosage, right? So this is where you're going to have to be really cautious on how much you take. I mean, in these products, there's not normally a great deal. Um, and yeah. I also want to make sure me- uh, mention that that paper that on resistance trading had 12 milligrams, right? A lot of these fat burners only have 10 milligrams in, mm. which once again shows that that's not clinically enough on that paper obviously that's one paper though so it's not really I mean another thing as well is that this goes back to what I said earlier about marketing but when you think about things like well just pepper in general not even cayenne pepper but pepper what do you usually associate with you associate with heat yeah you know so once again clever little marketing term and not only that but I mean how many of us have heard the the wives tale of um, you know hot food makes you sweat more makes you burn fat you know because it's thermogenic Chili powder, etc. Well, it's that idea of increasing your body's temperature. Temperature, that, which, yeah, yeah. as we know, it just, yeah. Insignificant. In regards to things like chili peppers and pepper in mm. general, yeah. maybe not so much. Um, going back to that GI issue quickly as well. So obviously we said that dosage is also important to note the two types. So I've obviously mentioned the abstract, uh, that capsaicin, bollocks, whatever. And obviously I've mentioned cayenne pepper extract. So when you look at some of these pre, uh, these fat burners, sorry, some of them will have listed as canine pepper extract some of them will have it lifted as the capsaicin, sin simbilibin whatever if you want to sort of help with that um distress it's recommended you actually go straight for the capsaicin sin whatever i think i'm just i'm really i've not even tried this anymore it's basically better to go for that one as opposed to the canine pepper extract which will lead potentially to more uh distress if you are sensitive yeah so basically if going to boots go up to the and counter ask and ask that. exactly for whatever bill just pronounced capsaicin yeah, or just you know play the sound clip. I'll play the sound. Yeah, the fucking no, the no chance. Yeah, absolutely no chance. <laughs> but yeah, so once again, these things, everything we've said so far. I mean, not really apart from green tea, but like this pepper, the caffeine. I mean, they've all got their place. They've all got like an effect almost. Like they've, yeah. they've all got their place, but it seems to be very insignificant. Um, and I think they're just going for volume of ingredients at this point. But yeah, we'll move on to the next one, which is another one um, which promises great things. So L-carnitine. So you may have yep. heard of this one. Another popular one. And usually it comes by itself as well. Yeah, yeah. People, yeah, people actually buy it for themselves, don't they? So why, why is it in there? You're probably thinking. Um, so it's basically one of the, the major metabolic steps to, you know, in the process of burning fat for energy. So straight away, when everyone says something that burns fat for energy, you just assume that you're going to have fat loss. You're just going to burn fat inherently. 
because of that, right? This is a metabolic process. Like it's, it's a process in the body. It doesn't inherently mean you're going to yeah. lose fat. It's a process that happens internally, right? It doesn't mean you're going to lose your subcutaneous fat, which is, you know, the, the rolls you get on the outside potentially, you know, there could be fat inside as well, right? And there's obviously different fat use for energy and all this. I mean, it's, it's carnage, right? I said, go listen to someone more intelligent than us if you want to get <laughs> into, into all that stuff. Um, the truth actually is our body's actually pretty good at making, aren't they? They're actually pretty good at yeah. making carnitine themselves. I think it's 25% we actually make ourselves, which is, which is quite a lot. And then the other 75% we get from foods, which yeah. if you're on a normal sort of diet, uh, an omnivore diet, you get from red meat. Yeah, from your meats, etc. Yeah, you get you get about 75%, so you get the other lot, basically. I think fish as well, isn't it? Yeah, but I think red meat has the highest amount, and then obviously fish and dairy. I think's got on the lower end. Uh, Basically, your 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 meaty meats. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I've wrote it down. Yes, yeah, so I've wrote oh, down okay. actually what. So I'll give you a more accurate one here, guys. Bear in mind we're an evidence based podcast. Um, yes. Is that red meat is about 100 to 150 milligrams per serving, whereas you know other meats, uh, fish, and dairy products are down in the five to thirty milligram range. Yeah. Uh, at this point, though, you're probably thinking, fuck me, what about the veggies and that? They're having a nightmare, aren't they? They're not getting any of this, are they? So have they got anything? Where is some interesting stuff we found here then? So um, they do have very low dietary uh, carnitine intakes, but, you know, it's not all doom and gloom. Um, they actually find their plasma and muscle levels of L-carnitine are only slightly lower than those of omnivores. And the difference actually doesn't seem to be functionally different. So that means it doesn't seem to affect their day-to-day lives too much. It actually seems that vegetarians vegans whatever they're able to sort of compensate with this by uh by this load tank by reducing the urinary uh excretion of carnitine uh, carnitine sorry uh and also so this, this last bit actually is quite important i'll just quickly go back through one a bit so the last bit here is about consumption right so when you actually do consume it the cons- the actual what's the fucking word absorption sorry there you go so if you do absorb it, so for example, if you're a vegetarian, uh, this is obviously not for vegans, but if you're a vegetarian and you had dairy and you're on the lower end of the scale, right, you actually could potentially absorb it more. And this reminds me of, what was what did we speak about episode fucking was it? It was Amigas, wasn't it? Do you remember Amigas when I said about um, uh, ALA and yes. how vegans and vegetarians don't actually need to supplement it because they convert ALA over. But I said ALA conversion was very inefficient. Right. But we sort of came to the conclusion that because they're not getting an, a lot of, uh, they're not getting DHA and EPA from their diet, their body has become more efficient at converting ALA into DHA and EPA because of the lack of it dietary. And I think this is a very similar thing, um, that the body is increasing absorption due to it being lacking in the diet. Because obviously, as we've spoke most of the time, the body adapts. The body adapts to its environment. If you suddenly cut off all meat um, and things like that, and your body's like, well, I'm not getting as much fucking carnitine now. Yeah. I need to I need to work on my absorption here. Like, <laughs> yeah might feel ropey at the beginning but uh, yeah maybe the body adapts what's interesting about this is that if your body's already making enough and you're already getting enough from your diet do we actually need to supplement it um so we've actually got a 2019 meta analysis of randomized controlled trials that found l-carnitine supplementation did not significantly, significantly. enhance yeah, significant a big keyword there. Did not significantly yeah. enhance fat loss in normal weight individuals and had a very modest effect on weight loss individuals with overweight or obese BMI classifications. And there's also some more specific examples with more benefits. So uh, those who are sort of over 70s or, you know, things like sarcopenia, which we spoke about uh, on an episode in the mid series yeah. about age when people get old. Sarcopenia is a uh, muscle uh, degeneration sort of condition as you get older but they said that this um, had some benefits for those sort of people so 
But I'd be very interested to know if you've actually got anyone that age bracket listening. If you are over 70 and you're listening to this podcast, please drop us a drop us an email. Be, uh, <laughs> be interesting. Doubt it very much. I mean, you never know. You never know. Who knows? I mean, uh, I'd be very surprised. I'd be very surprised. People in my age bracket, yeah. But yeah, that that's a fairly recent big paper. And even those who are obviously wanting to lose weight, so obviously overweight, obese, that the effect was modest. Yeah. Once again, I'm I'm not convinced. The fact that we have like a really recent meta analysis. So for anyone that's listened to us in the past, you should kind of know what a meta analysis is by now. But it's basically, well, you know, as long as the separate studies are all of good quality, it's basically the, the daddy of research. You know. I say, mate, after last week's episode, we slagged off a lot of meta analysis, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, but those were shit ones. Yeah, they were shit ones. Yeah, who knows? This one could be <laughs> shit, mate. We might hear about this one in fucking 10 years' time saying that was all fucking dodgy. But, mate, as I've said loads of times, yeah. you know, science is a, an ever-shifting sea. So we could yeah. always be wrong. There's always room to be wrong. And we've just got to take that on the chin. Yep, yeah, exactly. But as it stands right now, El Carnotine, yeah. Yeah. Fat loss, yeah. oh, no. That's all I'm going to sound that, yeah. That's going to be my new fin bill. I'm just going to go, yeah. <laughs> fucking hell, you got a fucking I bet that's really annoying for the people listening on the audio platforms. Just me going, yeah. You know, Colleen's driving her police car on the night shift, and there's me going, yeah. Or she could be going like 80 miles an hour, and then I've just got to up it a little bit and go, yeah. <laughs> Dear God. I promise I'll never do that again. We're a very serious evidence based podcast here at Church, if you've not, if you've not listened before. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah we're moving from El then so I think we've put a nail in that coffin uh, the next one is so some some form of black pepper so it'll either be some sort of sciencey term which is basically black pepper or they'll just put black pepper on there yeah actually do you know what some of these ingredients it sounds like we're making a really shit omelette but I mean uh, <laughs> really shit omelette yeah, it does don't it when you think about it um, do you know what black, black pepper is something that you will find in a lot of supplements and not even like performance supplements but you'll find in things like health tonics etc usually it's to do with absorption yeah absorption yeah yeah yeah. black pepper by itself well not by itself because usually it's a propriety blend but um, black pepper by itself is it doing anything that's yeah Let's carry on. Let's have a look. It, well, it's, it's, it's literally, I think it's just there to help with, um, it's just there to help with absorption, isn't it? I don't think there's anything, I've not seen anything which suggests that black pepper itself aids Yeah, I loss. haven't. I mean, once again, it, it might be to do with people thinking, you know, peppercorns are hot. <laughs> you know, Maybe, yeah. is it marketing? I, Who I think it's just, there, it's just there to make sure everything else absorbs properly. I think that's it. It's just there for that absorption property. Not that any of this shit, you know, has a significant effect anyway. <laughs> So that's the that was the main list of kind of what I found uh, and obviously Tom found of the main big hitters. But you said you found some sort of extra little buzzwords that seem to crop up now and again. Yeah, so things like um, things like Yohimbean and stuff. Like that. I hope I pronounced <laughs> that right. No, honest to God, I, I think Yo-him-bean. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's like a it's it's like an extract. Um, of course, it is. I think I'm not even sure if it's actually legal in the UK. I know like it's more of an American thing, but you'll find those in more kind of. I want to say higher end, um, you know, fat burners. I think there is some research out there, but I mean, um, you know, once again, like this, it's not something that I would be focusing on. I mean, look, there is actual things you, you know, you can take that as a fat burner, but I mean, uh, they're, they're illegal, (laughs) you know, 
so we're not going to talk about those things. We are doing but an episode I mean, on some, uh, some illegal stuff. At, uh, yeah, we'll do an episode at some point. You know, we'll leave that to the very last episode. So if, you know, they, they de-platform us, it's like, well, so what damage is done now? We've got like 5,000 episodes out there. What are you going to do? Yeah, Take that. Do. Take that. Yeah. Uh, but you said that like that extra ingredient. What I've noticed as well is a lot of them, they, they have these core ones that we spoke about, right? And then a lot of them, they'll just add random roots and herbs and shit. Yeah, it's an appeal to nature. Yeah, appeal to nature fallacy, isn't yeah. it? Where it's, it's fucking, it winds me up. Like they go, we've got this fucking root from the tree of Roger from Bolton. It's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you start, what? And then you, you look at your fitness. Trees don't even grow in Bolton. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but, do you know what I'm saying? They do all this, they put all these buzzwords and people are like, fucking ass is like nature's goodness. It's yeah. like, yeah, great. Yeah, I mean, like these old school kind of remedies and yeah, the appeal to nature and uh, if you eat a teaspoon of this, it will melt fat overnight. I mean, I get them in my spam inbox all the time. But the thing is, you can actually get these labelled on fucking fat burner products. They've missed a trick here, mate. I'd, if I had a product, I'd probably have something like the volcanic ash from the you know from from Pompeii. I feel like yeah, that would be a yeah. great ingredient. People would be like, Taken from some volcanoized corpse. Yeah. Like. <laughs> people, mate, that people would be right. You could charge, a, I reckon you could charge, if you marketed it well, like a really oh, fancy yeah. bottle, like a, pot, a bottle, I don't know, it would look like a Roman statue or something. You pop open the lid, a little smoke comes out. It's like a little thing inside, a little smoke comes out the top as well. I mean, have, have, have you trademarked this yet? Should we be talking about this without the trademarking? <laughs> well, I don't know. I think, I think Train Prime was going to have, have, have something to say about this. Yeah, I mean, I, I could personally do it and mine would... Um, Mine would come in like a tub designed like a car battery. A car battery? Yeah, because I'll be honest with you, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to cut out the middle, man. I'm just going to sell an actual car battery. It's still got the acid in it. And say, look, it's a fat burner. <laughs> fat burner? If I could burn yeah. it, burn well, them. It, it, listen, it, it does what it says on the tin. We're going to call it. The battery. <laughs> We're going to call it. Car battery. You're just going to call it a car battery? Yeah. And I'll have specific instructions to say, you know, to discard of this, you must throw it in the ocean. But who's going to buy that? They're not going to know it's a fat burner. They're just going to figure it's a car battery for the car. They need to have something in there, which is like... It'll be on the shelves in Holland and Barrett. They'll know. It'll be on the <laughs> fat burner section. Brilliant. So, you, so if, you sell- go, if you go into your local Holland and Barrett and you start seeing car batteries on the shelves, finger Top to the it. nose, we all know who's behind it. It's yeah. me selling me... me, me uh, <laughs> By the way, if anyone knows of any like uh, place I could get car batteries from in bulk, let me know. And I'll just be dumping off the discarded ones off of a, you know, beachy head. So you're selling car batteries and I'm selling Primal Ash from Pompeii. You've got, pr- yeah, Primal Ash from Pompeii and then there's Tom with car battery. Yeah. Just- <laughs> I feel like I know which one would do better. Well, to be fair, mine would actually work. Maybe more than we intend to. Well, 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 uh, well. You're saying, the, you're saying Primal Ash from Pompeii would not work. Are you trying to say that battery acid won't strip fat? (laughs) (laughs) Strip more than fat, mate. (laughs) Metabolise bone. (laughs) (laughs) Metabolise. You lose some weight, I'll tell you that. (laughs) Dear God. Dave lost lost both legs in the space of a month, in the space of five minutes in a Tesco car park. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, dear God. Anyway, fucking batteries aside, like... If we, if we bring it back on topics for for a second, like, <laughs> so we've just been full of ingredients, right? And obviously some extras. Some people like to sort of throw in. Well, what about if you combine them all? Maybe if you combine them all, it has a has an extra effect. Um, once again, you know, I've not. There's nothing there which says all yeah, of these I'm things combined convinced. suddenly turns into a super formula, which then strips away the fat. You know that? Yeah. That, I mean, that's look, not the case. even if you had every single magical ingredient that might do something, even if it was only like fifty hundred calories at a time, you know. These companies have things that are effective in their supplements, 
usually it costs a hell of a lot to put effective ingredients in, in ingredients in, sorry. You know, so yeah, I, I wouldn't have faith that companies would even want to put your effective dosages in anyway. No, it's all that's all money. Things like protein, etc., is simple as. But when it comes to these proprietary blends where they're throwing hundreds of fins in, nah. I mean, first and foremost, though, um, before we even, you know, you look at any of these products, even if after all this you still want to get one, let's go speak to your doctor, um, especially yeah. because uh, these aren't regulated. It's, yeah, and if they're high in caffeine as well. Yeah, if, yeah. Uh, one important thing is they're not regulated, and we've said they put a lot of these sort of ingredients in. They could put these in without backing their claims up behind them, and for all you know, they could have some fucking random root in there, which is going to fuck you up. Like they yeah. could be, I said, what did they say? The root of Roger from a tree in Bolton or something. Yeah. Like they that, might that, have battery acid fuck, in there. Like, yeah, exactly. There's, there's no regu- There's not much regulation to it, so they can get away with a lot. But like, in serious, no, there is, there is like, there is no doubt that obviously a lot of these ingredients in these products are doing something. I mean, look, I wish that there was a magic pill. You know, I wish there was a magic pill we could take, but it, it, there isn't one. It does come down to nutrition. Um, nutrition is the primary one, fat loss. And then, of course, increasing your activity as well. If you look at it from a money standpoint, Tom, yeah, so on average, they're about £25 a month for a month's supply of fat burners. Yeah, that's not cheap. Yeah, that's not cheap for something no, that could not. potentially do minimal. Think about what you could spend your money on. And if we, sorry, maybe before going, what you could spend your money on here. That's a gym membership. Speak, well, exactly. Anecdotally speaking, though, if someone's spending £25 a month on these fat burners, they want it to work, right? So we spoke about this before about placebo and buyer's bias. They might be already in a calorie deficit and they want to just accelerate the process, but yeah. they find that they're losing weight and go, oh, I've lost weight on this. I've lost weight on this fat burner. All you've done is correlated two things. Because you were yes. taking that, you could also be smashing beer, a, a pint every night. You could then go, oh, I've had a pint every night. It's what's helped me lose weight. You can correlate anything. You, you, you know what, just- though? <laughs> it's so hard to convince someone who just cannot see that, you know, the correlation doesn't equal the causation. Yeah, of course. It's not, it's not fucking rocket science. You just hear oh, oh, when it worked for me because I suddenly dropped weight when I started taking them. It's like, are you sure it's not because you've no started doing other things? You know, you've adjusted nutrition, you've been coming to the gym more. <laughs> this is why I don't like the review section of these products because the review sections are never based on any sort of evidence. They're based yeah. on people's anecdotal experiences of bias bias. And they're like, oh, it worked really great for me. Keyword being me. It's like, yeah. On paper, it doesn't seem to make much of a difference. I mean, as we said, you're much better off spending your money on things you've got. I mean, you've got a gym membership for one you could spend on. I mean, you could spend it on something else like, you know, a super secret project, which has not been announced yet. I mean, you could you could also spend yeah. it on um, just even basic £25 a month. Yeah, you save it up over a little bit of time. You can get yourself some basic gym equipment for fuck's sake. You can exercise in the comfort of your own home. Like, it- I mean, look, fat burners just simply aren't worth your time. And I don't think they have any kind of significant let's say significant effect you know they don't have any significant yeah, effect, significant effect. Um, effect i am aware i am aware that there are some you know there are some sub supplement companies up there that people look look up to that are seen as kind of like the gold standard of the supplement industry and they claim to be evidence-based and they still sell fat burners but you know that's pretty fucking shady because yeah fat burners are just shit we live in a world where, like, you know, money talks. We live in a society, yeah. We live in a society, yeah. Um, and these <laughs> companies, they, they're not fucking stupid. They're there to make money. And if they know that there's a part of the industry which is making, you know, billions of dollars a year, why would they not get involved? Let's be But this is why we do this episode, yeah. because now, now people can make an informed decision of, well, do I even want to bother with that? Like, do I, you know? And that, that, that's, that's the truth of it. Because there is, there's even some, like I said, £25 average. I've seen some for 120 odd quid. 
Oh god, yeah. And like they they have got buzzwords in. Like they haven't even got the normal stuff. They've just got extra stuff that you've never even heard of. Yeah, just one big massive blend of random buzzwords. Yeah, which people obviously you know unfortunately naively believe because it's got a high price tag. It's got great marketing, um, and they want it to work because they're they're a roadblock. A lot of people when they have these products are at a roadblock in their fat loss journey, and they don't know where to go. Um, yeah, and they think, well, this will be the next great thing. I am pretty confident in saying that. I think some people do take them thinking they just simply take the magic pill and just sit back and let the magic work. And that's, yeah, it's not the case at all. It's I not. think the key thing really here is do the basics doing well. That's yeah, what, that's what's exactly. going to make the real difference. Uh, Try and find some low entry way into adapting your nutrition or activity or both. Gold standard, surround yourself with a really great support network. Um, that's going to basically allow you to sustainably change your habits over time. And then over time, you'll lose the fat you want to lose and you'll keep it off because you've, you've built up that support network. You've built up those habits. A fat loss pill is not building habits. It's building a habit of take this pill and you will lose fat. What happens if you stop taking the pill? Yeah, exactly. You've not, you've not you, built any habits. <laughs> are you ransomed for life to this supplement company? Yeah. You need to pick the lowest handing fruits to do what you can to enter a calorie deficit and uh, increase your activity. But as we said, it's highly subjective to the person and it's a lot more complicated than how we just kind of made it sound. <laughs> and that is why personal trainers uh, like us exist, Tom. Yeah, all managers. Yeah, or ivory tower managers. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That was horrendous. I'm definitely going to have to edit on some sort of pipe for that. Yeah, monocle top hat. Yeah, monocle top hat. Me just burning... Yeah, throwing money, throwing car batteries into the ocean. Oh, mate, you've got to get a graphic and be throwing a car battery into the ocean. <laughs> and we'll, we'll, we'll tag uh, the Green Party in it as well, just for shits and giggles. God, get them on the list. Yeah, get them on the list. Got her. To be fair, though, <laughs> didn't they support those fucking lunatics blocking the M25? Yeah, fucking arseholes. I was trying to get to Dover to chuck me car batteries. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we actually spent quite a lot of time on this one. Um, I think I think we wrapped up quite well there. I hope people found that useful because we know this is quite a sort of heated topic. Like people, oh, I see what you did oh, there. Yeah, I realize, <laughs> oh yeah, I realised. I realised I said it. Yeah, very marketing one hundred and one. <laughs> subconsciously, uh, smart there. But subconsciously my pro- preparing primal us ash. for Promethean ash or whatever you call it. Promethean primal ash. Primal ash. Sorry, I think Promethean sounds really good. Yeah, now. It sounds really good. Promethean. Hang ash. on. Primal Promethean ash from Pompeii. Get yours now. Yeah. Drop me a DM and I'll get you sorted. Sorted. You know, you know what I'll actually do? I'll probably just burn a bit, burn some paper, get some ash and put it in a little, put it in a little bottle. So I'm going to go into me nan's ashes, get a scoop out. Oh, that's dark. That's dark, Tom. <laughs> no need for that. Dear God. <laughs> right, we'll leave it there for... for actually, no, I need to announce nah, what right. next one. She's in a car battery. Oh, God. This is out of control. <laughs> We're burial at sea. <laughs> Tom, oh, t- Tom, yes. <laughs> You know what I said at the start? This could be quite a well-listened to episode because of how popular the topic is. Yeah, now they've just heard me. If this is the first time someone's ever listened to us, they're going to think, what the fuck are these two on? Are they like on some... They on like illegal supplements, are they? Look, Right. Yeah, so that's uh, that's Fat Burners on this week of the supplement series. Uh, Next week, we're going to be taking a... I keep saying next week, but actually next week, we're actually talking to a guest. Uh, We're going back to a bit of a bit of CrossFit chat. So if you hate CrossFit, yeah, don't listen to that one. But um, yes, that'll be next week on the calendar. But the next episode of this series, if you are just sort of binging this series, is pre-workout, which is going to be another hot hot topic. We're going to be looking at... Uh, we're going to be looking at beta alanine as well and we're also going to take a quick revisit to caffeine as well mm-hmm. uh, which we've obviously spoke about a little bit today but we're going to go into a bit more of uh, caffeine and yeah that tingly sensation that you sometimes associate will be revealed in that episode so yeah, yeah. pre-workout that'd be a pretty good one yeah sorry I've got a locket in my mouth 
It's out of control. Right. But no, pre-workout, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Right, we've ended it really well there. Guys, if you're... Just just uh, if, you know, if you're not on our YouTube channel, you need to go over to the YouTube channel because we ended that really well then. But for the last five minutes prior to that, it was absolute carnage, which won't make the actual audio podcast, but I will cut it out as a snippet and put it as a video as a video snippet to show that these episodes are never as smooth as they may as sound. straightforward. No. no. But anyway, yeah. Been a, been a pleasure as always. Uh, we'll speak to you all again very, very soon. Yeah. See you next time. As always, thanks for listening. If you do want to be the first to hear about our car battery and primal ash from Pompeii, then uh, make sure you head over to our website, chatshitgetfit.com, and scroll to the bottom of the page where you can sign up to our newsletter. We use this to announce new series, secret projects yet to be announced, and of course, those mega fat burners that we mentioned at the end there. So we will see you next week, same time, same place, for a brand new episode. See you soon.